MSW Media. News was Daily beans, daily beans, daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Wednesday, March 18th, 2020. Today, day one of the CDC coronavirus guidelines are in effect. Super Tuesday 3, but no voting in Ohio. Prosecutors drop the Concord Management Mueller case. McConnell asks his Democratic opponents to pull her ads in Kentucky. A stimulus plan takes shape. Nunes walks back his idiot comments on going to restaurants and bars. And the VA quietly changes its mission. I'm your host, AG, and with me today is Amanda Reeder. Hello. How are you? You know. Coping? I'm, yeah, doing okay. Jordan is uh, home again. She's yep. got a little bit of a sore throat. She just wanted to make mm-hmm. sure that... You know, everything is chill Mm -hmm. uh, and clear uh, before she returns. But she says hello and she loves you all. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, thanks to our patrons for allowing us to, you know, because of your support, we're we're able to offer sick leave, Mm -hmm. uh, paid sick leave, not just sick leave. And I don't require a uh, positive coronavirus test for that to happen. Uh, as some companies are doing. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I did want to give everybody a little bit of an incentive mm-hmm. to, to join Patreon if mm-hmm. you haven't already. I'm going to start reading uh, Shel Silverstein poems. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're going to put a little royalty-free music behind them. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe some uh, some of our musical friends mm. uh, who you may or may not have heard of will, will help uh, with a little bit of music. That's really nice. And uh, you can listen to that yourselves. You can play it for your families. It's Shel Silverstein, so it's family-friendly. Yeah. And I'm calling it uh, Quarantine with Silverstein. <laughs> That's really cute. So you'll only be able to get those on our Patreon, mm-hmm. which is patreon.com slash the Daily Beans, Beans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and any level will get you um, access to those uh, poetry readings. Mm. And then also, then uh, that'll start t- t- probably tonight or tomorrow. Cool. And then also you still get like ad- the Daily Beans mm-hmm. ad free. You get it the night before it comes out to and the public. And our Facebook group, which if you're quarantined, maybe you need some friends. Yep. It, it's <laughs> a really great place to network. Mm-hmm. And uh, I th- and there's just a lot of really great benefits that come with it. So to be a premium subscriber, it only starts at three bucks a month. I think it, you know, might be worth it. And mm-hmm. like I said, it helps us out a lot, uh, especially during these times. If mm-hmm. you can, I know a lot of people can't. So thank you again to everyone who does. And if not, thank you for listening because just that act alone really, really like gets me through the day. Uh, and I can't, I just can't thank you enough. So thank you for subscribing and 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 listening. I, it's just it means the world. So. Uh, that aside, you were telling me before we, we went on air that uh, some announcements were made in Canada. What's going on? Yeah. Um, as far as I know, and I want to, I'm going to clarify this right now. This is just from a phone call with my mom. <laughs> so apparently the Canadian government is calling home expatriates, uh, expats, um, people who live abroad, which is a big step <laughs> for them to take. Um, and um yeah, my mom is a nurse, as I've mentioned many times on the show, and um, my my sibling is um, a medical assistant uh, who works with nurses, and uh, they're both going to be on the front lines of what's happening in the coming weeks. So, and we've been getting actually a lot of emails and a lot of tweets and stuff from people who work in healthcare, um, saying that they're extra grateful for us right now because <laughs> they're going to be some of the hardest. I mean, we're all going to be extremely hard hit, but they're going to have to to go through and witness some pretty awful stuff so yeah and we have to thank them from from the bottom of our hearts because they don't get to hug their kids they Mm -hmm. don't get to spend time with their families they're they're out helping us uh and that's incredibly heroic and amazing and Mm -hmm. to all the first responders and everybody on the front lines uh and and to everybody behind the lines i mean it's just so hard when you you know when you have to either shelter in place, which I think might be happening in New York soon, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll cover that in a little bit. Yeah, uh, what's already happening in San Francisco? Most places right now are pretty much battening down the hatches. We're all sort of yeah. quarantining, self quarantining, and and staying in home, uh, staying at home, and 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 not being out there. But to be apart from your family like that, it's just really hard. It is really hard. So I just looked up some confirmation um, from my earlier statement, and this is from the Toronto Sun, and uh, it says. If you are a snowbird, which is what Canadians call their uh, citizens who who winter in American migrate south, yes, who migrate south, um, a foreign student in another country or an expat 
Somewhere else, uh, the prime minister said, it is time to come home. Let me be clear, if you're abroad, it's time for you to come home. So Trudeau said that? Mm-hmm. A couple days ago, actually. Um, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm sure this is the case for so many people. I know so many people are having to make, like, arrangements to to isolate from certain family members or their lives are being affected. But, yeah, if uh, my heart particularly goes out to people whose family members work in frontline healthcare, I know that it's a really extremely scary and nerve-wracking time for all of us, um, yeah. as it is for me as well. So. Well, thank them for me and thank them for us. Yeah. And we do have a lot of news to get to today. And uh, mm-hmm. it's not all coronavirus and it's not all we have elections happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, in, uh, as, as, as Rachel Maddow put it last night, on Earth 2, uh, we have <laughs> elections. Yes. So um, I just, the way she words stuff sometimes is just <laughs> awesome. So yeah, that and I think my, my last favorite best thing she ever said was when she was talking about those SARS reports from the Treasury just up and disappearing. And she said they had gone walkies. And now I just use that all the time. She's just fabulous. <laughs> all right. We do have some news to get to. So let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right, so let's talk about this uh, stimulus package uh, that they announced today, which did uh, shore up, at least for today, the stock market. It it ended over a 1,000 points up, um, although it did tank a little bit when Mnuchin was talking, (laughs) so he doesn't spark much uh, uh, confidence. Mm -hmm. Uh, The ballpark uh, for this is a trillion dollars. That is going to be the cost, according to to a couple of sources. Mnuchin is meeting with uh, Republican senators about that huge number because they're not going to like it, especially like Rand Paul and deficit hawks, who are only deficit hawks when Democrats are president, but apparently they are again now. Um, it was earlier thought to be $850 billion, but it's going to be more like a trillion. Uh, $250 billion of that is just in checks to Americans, mm-hmm. and they still don't know the amount or when those are going to get sent out. Uh, I'll go over a little bit about what Mitch McConnell said in his press conference today, which I watched for you so you didn't have to. You're welcome. Uh, and although I'm sure you did, you guys are all pretty plugged in. It's just hard to watch him talk. Um, some of this is aid to airlines and the hotel industry and, and some incentives to small business. I know AOC came out and said we shouldn't give a dime to the airlines and massive corporations unless it comes with a, a requirement that they have to raise their minimum wage. They have to pay their employees. They have to give them sick leave. And they can't use this money to buy back stock mm-hmm. because that's all they've been doing for the mm-hmm. last three years. So this is just the opening pitch, right? This mm-hmm. is just the the first go around. You do need 60 Senate votes and you need the House to pass it. Um, and currently a House bill in the Senate, there is one to pay for testing and treatment and sick leave, uh, which still hasn't been voted on. And of course, like I said, this rallied the stock market today, which is up about a thousand points. The Fed has greased the wheels of the credit market, invoking emergency powers to give a safety net to businesses, an action they haven't taken since the Great Recession, which was 2008, 2009. Uh, businesses still have bills to pay and they're facing cash squeezes. So they get short term loans. And that was kind of frozen up. So the Fed freed the paper is what they call it. And they announced measures to loosen up those funds. And that's a huge relief to Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Now, a um, trillion dollars uh, would be easier for, for us to swallow, easier for us to swallow if we had not had that idiotic tax cut for the rich, which already put our deficits into mm-hmm. a shame spiral. Socialism for the rich. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they hoarded it all, just like I said. They didn't yep. take that tax cut and, and it didn't trickle down. Trickle down economics doesn't work. They just bought back stock with it. And now all of those gains are gone in a matter of two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, karma. Uh, so all of those gains have been erased. But um, a lot of people that who I tend to side with, some of these uh, economic advisors and experts, and I tend to agree with this, are saying that a trillion is not going to be enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, next year's deficit will be a trillion or so. And the most recent budget is $4 trillion. So nickel and diming this to the point that it's not effective would take us from a recession into a depression. Think of it of like mm-hmm. in Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, when uh, <laughs> when uh, they're, he's trying to climb out of the muddy hole and he gets halfway up and then he just slides back down mm-hmm. and he just gets back up and he slides back down. That is, it's... If you don't give enough of a boost to the economy, you're just going to slide back down and deeper. Mm-hmm. So you, it's not like you'll stay where you were. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it That's that literal. Well, in the movie, it was a literal slippery slope. <laughs> Here it's figurative. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
There were two peaks today in the stock market. One was at 11 a.m., and that was when the Fed agreed to buy commercial paper, to free up the paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when the, it peaked then. Then it dropped in the afternoon, which indicates the fragility of any recovery we might see. And then it was up to 900 after the Mnuchin announcement, Steve announced the stimulus. But then it dropped again as McConnell was talking and after Steve made an additional announcement. But then it ended up back at 1,000. So there's just no reason to buy the market right now until we have more certainty, which we simply don't have at this point because they're going to squabble about the monetary details of the stimulus. We have to spend it now and figure it out later, and we have to go bigger, or like I said, we risk sliding back down the hill into depression-level markets, oh, not recession-level markets. So if this stimulus is its stimulus isn't at least one point five trillion, and I would say closer to two trillion, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to do the trick. Uh, the question becomes then: Will Republicans be willing to give that much to the middle class at the cost to the deficit? I doubt it, and uh, I think Democrats are going to ask for that. And then they'll start getting blamed by Mitch McConnell for slowing up the process by by wanting it to to I be. I think a, those are good beans. A bigger stimulus, mm-hmm. uh, and the arguments about it uh, that will ensue between the Dems and the GOP are just going to hurt the markets more mm-hmm. because the longer we wait, the longer we drag out the uncertainty, and the longer it will be until we have a viable market again, and and the longer then it will be before real voting Americans feel relief. And just to be clear, those are all my beans, by the way. That's all theoretical <clears throat> economic shit that uh, uh, my degrees in health administration, but financial beans. These are my money beans. Money beans. Um, I sure wish we had magical beans that turned into money right now for our, all of our listeners. <laughs> we don't. We do not. No. The Shel Silverstein poems aren't going to just be magical beans that turn into money. I mean, maybe they'll be an anxiety reducer enough that someone comes up with a brilliant idea to <laughs> sell a, something online and make millions. Oh, uh, because know. they're more relaxed listening to Shel Silverstein. Exactly, S- Silverstein beans it makes perfect sense. <laughs> um, yeah. So, just to be clear, um, I- again, I'm a disclaimer: thirty years old, no degree in economics, have only lived in this country for two years. This would be the first economic depression since the one in the 1920s, correct? It's only been recession since then. Yeah. Right. Yes. Not good shit. Some might argue that the 2008-2009 <clears throat> downturn was a depression, but mm-hmm. if you look at it numerically and you put strict numeric lines in it, it was not. It was a recession. Gotcha. But it, they called it the Great Recession, mm-hmm. so it was bigger than other recessions, mm-hmm. but it wasn't quite depression level. And I don't actually know what uh, those lines are, like mm-hmm. could, because there's... 800 million variables and and certain economists draw their lines at different points different models yeah Yeah. uh, the great depression at at the end of when it was all said and done the first day of it Mm -hmm. we we dropped we lost Mm 12.82 percent of the stock market Uh, we lost over 13 percent this past monday Mm -hmm. Um, but over an eight-month period it was down 80 to 90 percent uh, from its high. So to see those kind of levels, and I think it's got something to do with quarter over quarter, you have to have at least two uh, depressed quarters for it to be a recession. Mm-hmm. And then there's other markers that, that uh, economists draw. But um, if you were going to have a recession is probably the way that they're looking at it, definitely mm-hmm. a recession. And the only way to keep it in out of depression uh, area is is to really spend now, you know, shoot now, ask questions later. Um, so here's the numbers now for coronavirus. Mm-hmm. 100, we just reached the 100 uh, number of uh, people who have died in the United States. And we are fast approaching 6,000 cases. We're up over 1,000 from yesterday. So 100 it's, people have died in the U.S. so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's still on its exponential <laughs> rise. And Dr. Fauci brought up a good point. As we put these CDC guidelines into place as we shelter in place, as we mm-hmm. self-quarantine, as we stop going to bars and restaurants and mm-hmm. all that other stuff. It's going to keep going up before yes. it goes down. Mm-hmm. So don't think like, well, this isn't working. There's a 14-day delay on symptoms sometimes. Uh, and then, of course, we, we know what's going on with testing in, in the United States. So uh, he's saying don't lose hope if you see that number continue to rise pretty dramatically. Mm-hmm over the next week or so, because there's going to be a delay. Yep. And we aren't going to see the successes and the fruits of our labor, mm-hmm. labor being staying home and doing yep. nothing, uh, until 
quite like, maybe three weeks from now. Yeah, it's delayed gratification, which we're not so good at as a society anymore. We you know? aren't at all. Yeah, flattening the curve is is not instant gratification. No. We're not going to see the numbers drop. We're going to see them go way up before they start to go down. That's why some questioned my sanity when I started a Mueller investigation, which can take years, <laughs> in a podcast about the Mueller investigation. They're like, <laughs> really? You don't, we're not going to get, you know, and then that Ukraine shit happened. Mm-hmm. It was every day, bang, bang, bang. We were getting stuff because yep. it wasn't all under a tight-lipped special counsel operation. So... That uh, people mm-hmm. were way more into uh, the Ukraine scandal uh, because of that sort of exactly instant news gratification. We situation. don't want to wait. No, we don't. You know, and and that's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just different from how we used to be. We take in sixteen hundred times more data than in a day than we did just twenty mm-hmm. years ago. It's just the way that we operate now. Exactly. Uh, so two hundred nurses are on furlough in Connecticut, where the first case showed up. Uh, in in Connecticut, um, and that they are out of already out of ICU beds, and they had to furlough two hundred nurses. So things are getting weird, and mm-hmm. this is we're going to start seeing. You know, if we don't stay the fuck home, mm-hmm. hashtag stay the fuck home. Yes, we're going to start seeing <clears throat> immense pressure put on our uh, healthcare uh, system. Yeah. Uh, that um, that that Italy is is now facing, where yep. you have to make Sophie's choice you know, yep. a, about who gets a bed and who, who lives and who dies. Yep. And so that's why it's very important to do. We should have been doing this two months ago, but mm-hmm. f- finally Trump got around to it. Uh, he'll blame us, but that's very important that we follow these guidelines. It's really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, act as if you already act as if you have the virus. Yeah. Stay mm-hmm. home. McConnell says the Senate will not leave. So here's McConnell's little press conference. We won't leave until the bills uh, are figured out. And passed. Uh, he has no details on the bills. This is when the talk, stock market started going back down again. I don't have any details. They're working on another bill and then the House bill to stimulate the economy. Uh, he says if we can't get on top of the health care concerns and bend the curve, um, if we won't be able to limit how long this lasts, and we still are very uncertain about that. He just had a lot of uncertainty to deliver, and that really affected, negatively impacted the uh, Wall Street uh, folks. Uh, he said he would take up the House bill as soon as the Senate gives him permission to do it. Uh, doesn't he do that? Isn't he the leader? Okay. Uh, then they'll all sit down with Dems and try to hash out the stimulus, but he has no details. Uh, sounds like he's gearing up to blame the Democrats, like I said, because the Democrats will likely ask for more than the GOP was willing to give. But he says, we aren't leaving town until both bills are passed. Oh, gosh, thanks. Um, he, although he just got back from a little four-day vacation. First step, uh, he says, is for the GOP to uh, to agree amongst each other how much this should be. Then they'll go to the Dems. And then they'll stay there until they can get 60 votes to pass it, because they will need 60 votes to pass it in the Senate. And then uh, as soon as they can do that and clear the procedural hurdles, which I don't know why you even have those. But regarding the cash payments to Americans, he says nothing can be done until legislation is passed. Mm-hmm. So this goes against Mnuchin, who got up there and was like, we're going to do it fast now, like in a week. And now McConnell's saying, up, well, we got to wait until we can legislate it. So he, he's seeming to say that the cash payments are reliant on the Congress being able to get 60 votes. Good luck. Um, he was asked if he'll recess the Senate after the bill is passed. He said he can't answer that now. And he cannot give a timeline on the bills. Um, and he's, uh, like I said here, I'm, I'm, I'm writing my notes as he's speaking. The Dow lost half its gains for the day. It was down to 500 by the end of his speech. So, and then, of course, uh, they bring Mnuchin back out. And who is like, it's going to be fast and great. A lot of money, money, mm-hmm. money, money. And then, of course, boom, went back up. So it's it just seems like mm-hmm. Trump is sending people out based on what the stock market says. So that is the uh, first part of this coronavirus update. We have mm-hmm. some more uh, coming up after the break. Again, if you want these episodes ad free and you want to get quarantine with Silverstein, mm-hmm. sign up patreon.com slash the daily beans. Uh, share a little meditation or two. Yeah. Yeah. That I, sounds nice. I could do that. Word. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. Stay with us. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's AG, and today's episode of Daily Beans is brought to you by American Home Shield. Uh, when something goes wrong in my house, like it always does, the fridge will die, or the motor will go out, or the dryer stops working. 
Uh, I like to have a plan. Uh, I'm like Elizabeth Warren. I like plans. I know exactly who to call. I like that and how much it's going to cost and how long it will take. And that's why I like American Home Shield. I've had them for years. Uh, they're a huge help when stuff breaks down. Um, and it does. It will. Uh, American Home Shield helps cover the cost to take care of repairs when something breaks down. And if they can't fix it, they'll replace it. Uh, one time they replaced my entire wall heater. Uh, or they'll find another solution. And as the nation's largest provider, they've paid more in-home warranty claims than any other company. That's added up to more than $2 billion in the past five years. With America's most preferred home warranty, they have more than 1.8 million customers. Uh, AHS offers coverage for up to 21 home systems and appliances and unlimited electronics coverage for tablets and flat screens and TVs and more. AHS has a nationwide network of about 15,000 licensed professional contractors. They're all super great, super nice, incredible customer service. And they can find the right pro in your area to fix your problem. No inspections are needed. You don't have to have proof of maintenance. Coverage is available no matter how old your systems and appliances are, and they have plans and pricing to fit your budget. Uh, it seems like everything is always breaking down. Uh, like I said, I, the wall heater, the heating element, which is pretty important for a wall heater uh <laughs> just gave out and so i called ahs they came in they said they don't have they don't make that part anymore so they had to replace my heater and they did Sweet. so it's just very it, it takes all the frustration and stress out of it so you have like an elizabeth warren plan all set up so help protect your home uh, and plan for the cost of unexpected repairs go to ahs.com slash daily beans today and save 50 dollars and start protecting your home and budget from inevitable breakdowns ahs.com slash daily beans that's ahs.com slash daily beans for 50 dollars off any plant american home shield be sure with the shield limitations and exclusions apply see plan for details all right so uh welcome back after turtle dick mitch got up and talked and tanked the dow 500 points schumer got up and gave a little press conference they didn't air the whole thing though but i did get the first little parts of it mm -hmm. he asked for the government and banks to stop foreclosing on homes and, and he said anything that's federally backed, like federally backed mortgages, federally backed student loans, and small business loans, that he's calling for a six-month forbearance, meaning you don't have to pay wow. for six months. But that's what he's going to offer in mm -hmm. this bill. That's not necessarily what Mitch McConnell's going to give him. And you've got to remember, Mitch is going to say, if you don't hurry up and pass this, you're going to be killing Americans uh, you know, while you dawdle. So just watch for that. Love the, that kind of PR. Yeah, because the, the Dems are going to try to get you more. Mm -hmm. The Republicans are going to refuse, and then they're going to blame the Dems for holding up the process, yep. for trying to get more for you and less for big, giant corporations. Finally, uh, Schumer says we have to mobilize the National Guard, who will feed, uh, help watch the children of medical professionals, mm -hmm. uh, who will deliver food to the elderly, who will make sure kids who aren't in school get food. Mm -hmm. uh, and so he says we need to employ people to do that, but we also need to employ the National Guard to do that. That is what they're there for. There are currently 1,500 National Guard members uh, helping in 22 states. Many more are on alert, ready to go. Um, and then Nunez. Oh, Devin. So he walked back his idiotic comments on Fox News just yesterday or the day before where he told everyone, I think it was Sunday, go out to bars, go mm -hmm. out to restaurants. You know, you know, we got to patronize these places because, you know, they need our money. So keep going out, keep keep hanging out and keep doing that stuff. And then he walked those comments back uh, today saying what he meant was, you know, drive through and do grab and go. Uh, don't actually go inside and eat. Just drive through. Uh, so drive through bars. Cool, cool. I, I would be, you know what I was thinking about today? Matt Gates is into drive through bars, by the way. <laughs> I'm so, um, I'm so desperate for comfort and for leadership right now that I would be, I would be so much more willing to give leeway to those who I have disagreed with vehemently on so many issues if they can admit their faults and have some humility. Mm. It's, and that's what's part of so frustrating about this is so many of the men who are in charge of the highest levels of our government cannot apologize, cannot correct their past mistakes, cannot grow, do not have, you know, the style of communication and the empathy required to admit fault and it's just it's just really frustrating i it's it's i almost listening to trump on the way over today he hearing the way that he's talked about his response to this is it's it's so unbelievably gaslighting <laughs> and it's just yeah yeah did you hear the one i've always called it a pandemic i've always thought that yeah exactly exactly and and also the way he continues to say at, at every step of the way the people around he's finally i think to some extent letting go of some control and letting the people around him make decisions on this because he knows that he's clueless 
But the way that he keeps saying, well, this has never been done before. It's never been done before. It's never been done before. I just wish at any point over the last two weeks he could have said, you know what? It was wrong of me to cut the the pandemic budget. I'm doing the best I can. George Bush was a pile of shit, but he was never like this Katrina thing. It's never happened before. Or with 9-11, he's like, this has never been done before. Like, just do your fucking job. Yeah. Anyway, I just that's a total tangent. But I I just it's it's so frustrating that people cannot um, speak authentically about these things. If you want to feel better, (laughs) I highly urge you to look up the transcript of George Washington's farewell address Uh when he left office. Yeah. You'll feel better. Okay. Uh, Now, I wish it wasn't 200 and something years ago, but (laughs) check that out. Okay. Um, (laughs) And this just in, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio is contemplating a shelter in place uh, order, just Mm -hmm. like the one that's in San Francisco, in effect, in San Francisco right now. Mm -hmm. De Blasio announces that the call for a shelter in place initiative is likely coming within the next 48 hours. So for our listeners in New York, uh, be, be prepared for that. You are likely to end up with a shelter in place order. Uh, Uber and Lyft have canceled the pool option. I'm I'm happy about that, regardless. Uh, but Uber Eats is still going. Uh, Uber is offering two weeks paid leave for drivers that test positive for coronavirus. But how do you get a test? This pisses me off. They try to sound like they're awesome. Like, uh, we're going to give two weeks paid mm-hmm. leave to anybody who tests positive for the coronavirus. But you can't get a test. So if anyone knows any employers that are making that a requirement, mm-hmm. let us know at Daily Beans Pod and at Mueller She Wrote because mm-hmm. we want to put them on blast mm-hmm. because that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, to require a positive test <clears throat> is... Uh, Especially with the lack of testing here. Yeah, there's no testing. Yeah, you can't the, get a test. The only um, I was reading about what what shelter and place, you're endangering your other employees, right? Yeah, I was reading about what shelter in place means for San Francisco and probably what will be followed, you know, pretty closely around the country. In oh, excellent! Yeah, what future. are what are the uh, well guidelines there? Uh, you basically, I mean, you can go outside to exercise as long as you stay far away from other people. They don't want you having even like gatherings at your home of more than a, f- a few people, uh, like no dinner parties or anything. Um, people are actually saying no gatherings yeah. at your home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you can go to the grocery store. You can get gas. You can go to the pharmacy. Um, and the only people who are supposed to be going to work are people who are performing essential functions. So um, people who do work at grocery, banks can stay open for essential banking needs, um, grocery stores, pharmacies, people who work in media, because we have to find out what's happening. Yeah, frontline um, stuff. Frontline medical workers. Um, EMTs, nurses, all that. Yep. Yep, exactly. And some f- some food establishment places, but not all. Right, because I think they're calling to for to the fast food places to leave their drive-thrus open. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so you are allowed to leave your house a little bit and some people can still go to work. Um, but if you do, if, if you are working um, in a central uh, kind of job, if you are someone who works, you know, at a grocery store or a bank or a pharmacy or whatever, thank you to you as well, not just to the nurses and doctors, but anybody who is having to go out into the public right now and keep cities functioning. Thank you as well. Um, I've, I know I have some friends who who work, um, you know, either in grocery retail or work at banks who are really anxious right now as well. And so I can imagine if you don't have the ability to work from home, that's stressful. 100%. Or if you're being sent home and you don't have any income coming in because you can't work from home. Anyway. (sighs) It's, yeah, it's a lot to deal with. It is. All at once. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we can fix it. We can change our future. And we can do that by voting. Mm -hmm. Today is Super Tuesday, round three. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ohio, except... Ohio. They have suspended voting today. Mm-hmm. There was a bit of a fight between Governor DeWine and mm-hmm. the courts. Uh, Dover- Governor Devine- DeWine backed a lawsuit to postpone the elections, and the courts ultimately decided no. But DeWine came out anyhow and announced he was postponing the Democratic primary. Uh, that's pretty confusing. I hope the rest of the states figure out how to do mail-in voting quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ohio, you're not supposed to vote today. Uh, there was tons of long lines for early voting over the weekend in Ohio. I'm not sure how they're going to, I guess... They'll get everybody else's votes at a later date, um, from my understanding, although I don't have the details on that. New polls are out post-debate in these four states or three states that are being Mm -hmm. decided today. And in Ohio, Biden leads Sanders 66 to 24. In Florida, he leads Sanders 64 to 25. 
In Illinois, Biden leads 63 to 28. Mm -hmm. And in Arizona, he's ahead 53 to 29. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not telling you what Gabbard got. It's not worth it. (laughs) Um, And uh, Sim Sanders aide said today Mm -hmm. that he's not planning on leaving the race. Um, And we had predicted this based on his, uh, you know, I had said, I think I told you yesterday, Mm -hmm. he he opened offices in in Pennsylvania um, and and was staffing up there. They don't vote till April 28th. Mm-hmm. So according to the Daily Beast, even though the chances of Sanders winning the nomination are likely to shrink further after today mm-hmm. and 538 is putting it at zero now. Uh, some of Bernie's aides have said he has no plans to drop out. According to Politico, Sanders told his aides he will not quit the race and has staff in places for states that vote as late as April 28th, including Pennsylvania and New York. Hey, mm-hmm. look, at my beans came true. <laughs> uh, I imagine New York will be Bernie's last stand. Mm-hmm. Um, he could do well there, as yep. he did in California. Mm-hmm. But even if he wins it, it'll be a close split of delegates, same as California, mm-hmm. probably not enough to make up the deficit. According to his campaign ads or aides, excuse me, the goal is to rack up. And here's why he's doing it for Mm -hmm. everybody who's like, fuck that guy, get out of the race. Here's why he's doing it. And you can agree with this reasoning or not, but here's why. Mm -hmm. Uh, According to his campaign aides, the goal is to rack up as many delegates as possible because the more delegates you have, the broader influence you have on the eventual Democratic platform. And he can use those delegates as leverage to push Biden to the left. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's a way for him to he feels to not abandon his voters. I just hope the elongated contest doesn't further divide the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seems in, in more recent pollings that uh, Bernie supporters are likely to vote for whoever the nominee is, even if it's Joe Biden. So we'll I, see. We'll I think see. that was always the case, though. I think there's only a very small number of Bernie robust people out there. I, f- I feel like when we get those messages or we see it on social media, mm-hmm. it's it's more. Um, oh, what's the word? Uh, the assholes are the loudest. Okay. Yeah. That's, you know, that's one way to put it. You, that's what you know what I mean? I'm sorry. Like, no offense to my fellow Bernie supporters. I know that there's people who are so angry about certain things. And I really understand. But but let me be clear. If you are not planning on voting for Joe Biden, you suck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really think that those are more, you know, just one offs. Yeah. Um, but here's hoping. Um, and uh, I'm not going to say whether or not I agree with him mm-hmm. um, staying in the race in order to earn more delegates to get more leverage. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, uh, you can guess. <laughs> and Mitch McConnell is calling on former Marine pilot Amy McGrath to stop running her political ads during the coronavirus pandemic, saying, "Quote: Amy McGrath's decision to blanket the airwaves with deceitful ads during the coronavirus outbreak is tasteless and shameful." As Kentuckians adjust to their daily lives and uh, and uh, trying to help stem the outbreak, the last thing they need to see on TV is negative political advertising. Uh, I'm sorry, but the truth about Mitch, I think, is the first thing they need to see. Uh, a spokesman for McGrath responded saying, and this is exactly what I would say if I were a spokesperson for McGrath. Amy is well aware of the stress coronavirus epidemic is causing Kentuckians and our nation. The only person who doesn't seem to understand that is Senator McConnell. He had a 35 year failed track record on issues like health care and jobs in Kentucky. And now during a health crisis, he took a long weekend instead of doing his job and working to pass a relief package immediately. The Kentucky primary, by the way, was set for May 19th. Mm-hmm. But Governor Andy Bashir, yay, Andy. Mm hmm. He's pushed it back to June 23rd. So we'll see what happens because I don't know if we're going to be in any better position in June than we are in May or than we are right now. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll know more in three weeks. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they did a I, – I, I would have preferred a 21-day uh, instead of a 15-day. Yep. But we'll, we'll, we'll know more because in 15 days, the number's still going to be going up. For sure. But in 21 days, we might have a little bit better idea of if we're flattening the curve. For sure. Yeah, especially based on by then we'll have a lot more data to compare us to other countries and how they've fared. Yeah. Flattening the curves. Someday. The... You, you know what? <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, it'd be fun. <laughs> Anybody who is uh, musically talented in some way, send us your songs about flattening the curve. I would like to see your comedic stylings. Well, they already have one. It's the it's the uh, Sedukes of Hazard theme song. Straightening the hills. No, st- flattening the hills, straightening the curves. Damn it. God damn Someday it. the mountain might get them, but the law never will. That's too low for me. Uh, okay. I always had to be Daisy Duke when we played Dukes of Hazard, and I wanted to be Bo so I could drive the General Lee, and then I figured out what the Confederate flag was, and I said, that's eh, all right. I'll, I'll drive the Dixie. Um... But then it's called Dixie. Fuck. Everything's racist. Okay. Uh, We have some more news from under the radar, including one of Mueller's Russia cases being dismissed and the Department of Veterans Affairs changing their mission right after a quick word. So stay with us. 
Hey everybody, it's AG, and this portion of Daily Beans is brought to you by ShipStation. When you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain. However, uh, ShipStation has really helped us out with that because they help you because it's hard to keep track of like who gets what, when they got it, which shipping carrier you use, are you getting the best rates? I really recommend trying ShipStation. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. It, I think if I remember correctly, it was just like two clicks and everything was inputted. I was printing labels and sending stuff out, um, getting product out to our customers, keeping them happy to our patrons, and it was just so much easier. It was like a huge headache was lifted. They make it really easy. I just started using ShipStation right when we became a podcast a few years ago, and their service was stellar. I rated them five stars. Their entire experience has been smooth and hassle-free. We still use them for individual um, ship out stuff and they help you get your orders out quickly and it saves you money on shipping costs because you're buying you're buying in bulk and no matter where you're selling whether you're on amazon etsy or just doing it from your living room they, they bring all your orders into one simple interface and it makes it really easy to manage even from your cell phone they work with all the major carriers including the postal service fedex ups and amazon fulfillment so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution they even offer big discounts, like I was telling you. Any business can access the same postage discounts with ShipStation that are currently reserved for large Fortune 500 companies, so stick it to the man. Uh, you always know you're getting the best deal. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more and less time with the best rates available. And now, Daily Beans listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use offer code DAILYBEANS. Absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering a credit card number. So just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Daily Beans. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. All right, everybody, welcome back. It seems as though somebody very clever and very astute had noticed a change in the VA's website, Department of Veteran Affairs. Uh, Last Friday... Uh, They made this change, didn't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. Normally, the VA has four missions. And all of a sudden, that fourth mission had gone walkies. (laughs) If I can use that to turn a phrase. Uh, The fourth mission is assisting the public in times of health crises. But that fourth mission was mysteriously removed from their website last week with no fanfare, no press release. Now, governors like Cuomo Mm -hmm. uh, in New York are asking their local VA medical centers to make their additional beds available to the public. Uh, and keep that fourth promise. Mm-hmm. Um, this could be tricky, though. There are many older veterans, uh, and it is the law, by the way, this is the law, mm-hmm. that the VA assist veterans ahead of non-veterans. So I imagine that will be a complex process to implement. However, it is the mission of the VA to do so. But what happens when the beds are full of veterans, or like if the beds are all full in the in the VA, and then a veteran gets sick and needs an ICU bed, mm-hmm. they can't just kick a non-veteran out, Right. So how do how do they work that system? Um, they're they're going to have to have staggered beds and some free beds to make that decision, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that could get ugly. I hope they're able to write a policy to make those determinations, mm-hmm. especially since so many bright, genius, competent administrators have left the VA under Trump because of shady practices or have been pushed out for political disloyalty. I don't know anyone like that. And speaking of the VA, uh, Paul Reichhoff has tweeted that the VA has con- uh, conducted only 100 tests for coronavirus for 9 million veterans. And we only serve, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the VA only serves 9 million veterans. That's mm-hmm. a third mm-hmm. of all veterans. No, half. It's about half, excuse mm-hmm. me. And half of those 9 million veterans are over 65. There are now 40 reported cases within the VA and one death due to coronavirus. The lack of testing and the response to testing in comparison to other countries is really what has what is so staggering about this situation right now. I mean, I know people around me who have had symptoms who are like, yeah, I, pr- I probably should get a COVID test. And they're like, oh, sorry, can't get one for another week. No. You know? And check Joy Reid's Twitter. She has been tweeting proof mm-hmm. that he was offered, Trump was offered these tests from the World Health Organization mm-hmm. and turned them down. Do you know who sent over, um, I, I don't know the exact number, I think it's like a million tests, Jack Ma, Chinese billionaire? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He sent over. Yeah. million tests or something like that in a plane. Just put them on there. Here you go. Here you go, America. (laughs) Thank you, Ma. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's true. It's a huge crisis. And you would think that you would think that uh, the VA would be rolling these out faster to vets, but clearly not. Yeah, you'd think. Now, that's what happens when you when you push out the talented folks for being politically disloyal. Mm hmm. Uh, all right. Everyone's kind of freaking out about this Concord management case. Let's talk about this. Evgeny Progrosian, right? He's mm-hmm. the head. He's a guy, head of Putin chef, uh, head of Concord management. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
if you remember that we've talked about this case a lot, mm-hmm. the, the, he, they've hired American lawyers because Mueller indicted uh, 13 Russians, including Concord Management and Prigozhin. And they, they hired American lawyers and they're trying to fight this in the court. And we had, we've told you on several occasions, that, well, not on the Daily Beans, but on Mueller, she wrote that the judge was getting really tired of these American lawyers representing Concord Management. Mm-hmm. First of all, we had learned that they, Concord Management was just using the American court system to try to get their hands on Mueller materials, methods, and methods of investigation and sources. Mm-hmm. They were doing this through discovery. They asked, if you remember, I know you guys remember this, because you all, you're all very smart. They were like, we need to have every single... Uh, document from Mueller's archives and the FBI and their investigatory practices uh, going back to 1972 or something like that. And the government was like, no, you can't have any of that. Mm-hmm. And then later, uh, it turns out who, who the, that these lawyers had who had gotten their hands on whatever small amounts of, you know, discovery that were relevant to the case mm-hmm. or not classified were handed over to them. Then they falsified those. Uh, and put out fake documents and said that they had successfully hacked the Mueller operation. Um, And nobody believed that either. Mm -hmm. And then in a lot of these court filings that were being made by uh, these American lawyers representing Prigozhin and Concord Management, they were dropping F-bombs, they were quoting Animal House, they were quoting uh, Tweety Bird and Sylvester. And the judge, Judge Friedrich, said... You have to knock it off. You're not doing yourself any favors. This is all stupid. And so that's what's been going on in the Concord management case. It hasn't mm-hmm. been going anywhere. And mm-hmm. and even if it does, like, because when we indicted these Russians, we figured they're not going to extradite. We don't have an extradition treaty. They're, even if we did, they're not going to. Ne- these people are never going to see jail. No. But these were speaking indictments that Mueller put together to say, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, here you go. And they're public now. Mm-hmm. And so it appears that the prosecutors in the Concord management case were like, can we dismiss this case? It's they're using us to try to get discovery. They won't hand over what we need them to hand over. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. And they're total giant pieces of shit. And it's useless. And there was some sort of uh, reclassification of some things in this case. And everyone was like, oh, what's that? Is that bar reclassifying things? I honestly think it's them reclassifying a lot of the documents so that the Russians couldn't get them in discovery because they would have just been sent straight to the Kremlin. Right. So they put it, the prosecutors put a thing in to dismiss the case and Judge Friedrich dismissed the case. So I do not think that this is nefarious. As bad as people think. And I do have a quote. I don't think it's bad at all. Mm -hmm. And I do have a quote from uh, our buddy Glenn Kirshner, who, 30-year prosecutor, federal prosecutor, Mm -hmm. in the... U.S. Attorney's Office in D.C., if I'm not mistaken. And he says, you're going to like this. That caught my attention as well, he says, because I said, what do you make of the change in classification? Because that was the only thing that was standing out as odd. He said, Mm -hmm. that caught my attention as well. I'm loath to give Barr the benefit of the doubt, but the most plausible interpretation is that the prosecutors wanted to use certain evidence at trial, but couldn't because of its classification. But there are other possibilities, including some that could be nefarious, like a bogus classification of evidence that works in, in, in Concord's favor. But he said Concord was not submitting to the jurisdiction of the court, but through U.S. counsel. Um, he says, I'm the first. Oh, he because here he says was they were taking advantage of the rules of discovery to get information that could have compromised our investigative sources and methods. I'm the first one to call out Barr if I think he's putting his big fat corrupt thumb on the scale to F with justice. But based on what I've seen, I think this is a legitimate prosecutorial call. So, have no fear. This doesn't change. Doesn't change shit. The Mueller investigation mm-hmm. at all. It was like, let's cut this off. They're just here to fuck with us. To dead, yeah. And 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 more more dangerously, they're here to try to get uh, documents for methods and sources for Putin. through discovery to send to the Kremlin. So they said, we're not going to get a jail sentence out of this. Mm-hmm. We're we're wasting tax dollars. Cut, yep. shut them down. So I just wanted to explain that to y'all. I'm going to go into it in a little more depth. Yeah. Uh, in Mueller, she wrote this weekend because this is more of a Mueller story. But mm-hmm. I wanted you all to know because everybody seemed pretty concerned. about. Yeah, this. we definitely had some tweets about this. So so I'm happy that you addressed it. And like you said, if people want to hear more in-depth details. They can tune into Mueller, she wrote on Sunday. Yes, because that's where I do these stories the mm-hmm. most. <laughs> I don't know why I did that voice. <laughs> is that like a pseudo-Russian accent? I don't know. No, no. What would be your Russian yep. accent? Let's not, let's not go there, actually. <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, we will be back in one minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, if you want these ad-free, Patreon and Silverstein, Quarantine with Silverstein. I'm really excited about this. I don't know. I'm a nerd. So You know what? I actually was thinking, I've been really, really into doing meditations lately to help you get my shit together. And, and I am going to record a couple. Awesome. And share those too on, on, our, uh, on our Patreon. Nice. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Stay with us. We have got good news on the other side of this break, and you're going to want to hear it. So hang around. Hey, everybody. It's AG, and this third helping of Daily Beans is brought to you by Third Love. Ha <laughs> ha. Third. Get it? Uh, they're the makers of my favorite bras in the whole world. You know this by now. You know I'm obsessed. Uh, in fact, during a meet and greet one time, I think it was in Seattle, uh, there was one woman. She's like, I only have third love now. And we like did third love pinky promises to each other. It was great. Anyway, they believe every woman deserves to feel comfortable and confident every day with the right kind of support. Third love helps you do this. Their bras are designed to fit you specifically, and they're tailored to your specific individual shape. And they're designed for ultimate comfort. Many women, including myself, fall in between cup sizes, which makes it very difficult to find the perfect fit. But not anymore. Uh, third love has over 80 bra sizes. They're an industry leader and they have signature half cup sizes so you can find the perfect fit just for you. So check out their Fit Finder quiz online. Just a minute or so, I was able to find the right bra designed to fit me. They use your info plus data from millions of women who've already taken the quiz, factoring in not just cup size, but breast shape, because that's very important. We all have different shapes and they find the perfect bra for you. Every third love bra is made with lightweight, super thin memory foam cups that mold to your shape, no slip straps, and smooth, scratch-free bands that uh, without a printed label that you know that'll make you itchy so it's all designed for the ultimate comfort and with third love's perfect fit promise and this is where their philanthropy comes in and i love them for this you have 60 days to wash it wear it try it and if it's not the perfect fit for you if you don't absolutely love it returns and exchanges are free and easy and they donate all their gently used bras to people in need. So far, they've donated over $15 million in bras, supporting charities across the U.S. So Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. Right now, they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash dailybeans now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash dailybeans for 15% off today. All right, everybody, welcome back. And today with the good news dun, 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 is Mandy Reader. <laughs> you know what? Actually, gathering this good news made me feel a little better. So thank you guys for sending it in. Um, so I'm going to start off uh, with a listener who is a nurse. Her name is Caroline. We got a really lovely email from her. She said, hey, Beans Team, longtime listener, first time writer. Beans Team. Beans Team. There's no beans in team. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> Though, uh, Sorry. though I compose at least a partial message in my head almost every episode. <laughs> um, y'all are really helping me cope with the coronavirus crisis. I'm an ER nurse. Um, honestly, sometimes I'm terrified. I'm in the middle-ish of the country, Kentucky, and it's like watching a slow-moving tsunami coming toward you while you're up to your knees in quicksand. <laughs> Luckily, our new governor is being level-headed, but the scarcity of testing kits has been horrendous. Um, I am 99% sure that we have sent patients back out into our community without isolation instructions. The good news is helpful. Thank you. And the meditation snippets today were particularly helpful. That's the, uh, the little anti-anxiety list that I shared yesterday. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah, I got a lot of really nice tweets about that. Yeah, so did I. Uh, thank you for sharing that yesterday. Yeah. And then she said, something that's happening in my city and others, which is great to support those higher at risk, is grocery stores uh, opening earlier to uh, specifically for the elderly and for the immunocompromised. And she says, and this is awesome, the 10% Happier Meditation app is offering six months free to healthcare workers. Which is which is awesome. Nice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, ten percent happier there. Um, and then she says one more thing, and it's kind of a long email, but I wanted to include it. Um, I can't help myself since I'm a nurse. I recommend to all your listeners to prepare not just food and usual supplies, but also prepare to have a, f a bad flu-like illness. It would be good to have uh, uh, fever reducers, uh, cough cold medicine of choice, um, ideally something that is a cough suppressant, um, electrolyte drinks, powders, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so she says to do that. Be well, stay safe. Thank you for everything. Awesome. So that's awesome. Uh, next one. Uh, this one is from uh, Krista. 
I love hearing the good news block, especially how communities are coming together right now. With that in mind, I wanted to share what my neighborhood is doing. I live in Houston, Texas, and despite assumptions, I actually live in a very blue bubble. Not all of Texas is red. My neighborhood has approximately 400 homes in it with a mix of original homeowners from the 50s and 60s and lots of younger families. Our civic club just set up a new Facebook group of uh, neighbors helping neighbors. And in addition to a Google Doc uh, set up uh, to match requests with volunteers. Um, these are all volunteers that set all of this up, and I couldn't be more proud of my neighborhood. Also, during Hurricane Harvey, we came together helping each other uh, tear out flooded flooring and walls and assuring everyone had proper equipment and safety. And then she gave a, a really nice quote from Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh, good. Yes. Uh, I wish it need not happened. I wish it need not have happened in my time, said Frodo. So do I, said Gandalf, and so do all of and so do, so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. Yep. Good one. Yes. Can I give you one real quick? Yeah. I got one from uh, Libby. Mm-hmm. She says, ladies, lots of misinformation out there. Latest I heard was a handful of patients on Grand Princess have tested positive. My father and stepmother are two. Uh, their friends on the cruise ship sent to Travis Air Force Base in Miramar were asked if they wanted to be tested or if they wanted to just self-quarantine. Uh, remind listeners, you may not have any cases in your county because no one can test in your county. So seriously, mm-hmm. um, until the feds uh, got test to San Diego, they weren't even testing. Mm-hmm. Um, they were taken on and off the ship. My folks are in their 80s. It's been a clusterfuck. In the midst of all this, I had to reach out for help from their to their congressman. Maybe you've heard of him, Eric Swalwell. I DM'd him via Twitter and he responded back in 10 minutes. He had staff contact me and without their intervention... I seriously believe there could have been loss of life. Swalwell is what government aims to be. He restores my faith in the American government. He's a hero. Stay oh, well. Love that. Thanks, Walls. Aww. This is from Patricia Grenier. She says, good news. There is a group of folks uh, at open, uh, openair.org that is creating open source ventilators, and they're looking for helpful engineers. Give them a boost, please. Our lives could depend on it. And the website is projectopenair.org. Excellent. Projectopenair.org. Hell yeah. This is from Alexis Mina. She says, I'm really heartened by all the people and organizations creating free online content for children home from school right now. I have a three-year-old and a seven-year-old, and this morning we watched sing-along videos from our favorite local children's musician uh, and drawing videos from Mo Willems. Mo Williams is a a children's author. I I shared that on Facebook. I love that he was doing that. Look Um, out for our uh, quarantine with Silverstein. Yeah, love that. I was feeling really... Uh, verklempt at how lovely it is that so many people are using their time to entertain, engage, and educate our kiddos. Um, This is from Veronica Wilder. She said, Sephora is paying all of its employees for all six weeks that we are closed. (gasps) Awesome. Fuck yeah. I'm I'm glad I shopped there. mm -hmm. I'm currently at my last shift. This company has also been an ally to the LGBT community big time. Oh, yeah. Um, Heck yeah. Heather Pentler said, Guinness has pledged a million pounds to help bartenders through this crisis oh guinness i know right okay i'm gonna drink guinness and wear my sephora fuck yeah um <sighs> this is from michelle spencer the good news for those that do bartend for their livelihood there is also a grant for emergency assistance for bartenders and you can find that at usbgfoundation.org slash b-e-a-p yep a couple more quick ones this is uh from twitter this is from a name mary moritz and she says i'm in confinement in france but my neighbor and I can still sit in our old stone walls across the street from each other and chat out loud like two old biddies when we want. And we're going to do it every day. Oh, you should keep doing it even after this is all over. Isn't that sweet? I love this. This is from Twitter user M. Brandsburg. And uh, they said, I've trained some fellow breastfeeding counselors on using online video meetings to keep supporting our local communities, but from a safe distance. And they've already had su- successful sessions. How amazing this is that that that, that this is just everywhere you know, you know and when I, you were just telling about mm-hmm. the talking about that story exactly. in france mm-hmm. i'm like that's us and but this is in france and mm-hmm. and it, i feel like you know when 9-11 happened it, it was here in america we felt the solidarity from around the world but they weren't really dealing with it on the same level and everyone is now dealing with it on the same level yeah. and i'm hoping and we've talked about this so many mm-hmm. times on the show and people have been bringing this up for years mm-hmm. now that the that the global togetherness and the uh, unity in the United States that was felt after uh, the terrible, terrible tragedy of 9-11, it, it was squandered uh, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm hoping that after this, that this global community is not. And, and mm-hmm. that is why it's really important that we get Trump out of here because he will squander it. We can build upon this... Uh you know, this, this spirit and this and energy that we're Take finding. it forward with mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. I mean, we're having to rely on each other in a way we haven't in a really long time yeah. and be kind to each other and think about our neighbors. <laughs> um, 
Oh and our neighbors in France and our neighbors in our Italy. global neighbors. Yeah. yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. that I just feel so close to the world right now. It, mu- it must be like when, mm-hmm. you know, when that photographer took that first shot from the moon of the earth mm-hmm. and sent it back and everyone was just, their breath was taken away by mm-hmm. how humbling that is. I think, Absolutely. I feel like we can have that moment and we are having that moment and, and we should, we should not waste it. Yeah. And Trump's not the one creating the spirit much. We got to get rid of him. <laughs> exactly. A um, couple more ones. This is and from... I mean from voting. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Let's be clear. that out there so the CIA doesn't come knocking on my door. Um, Jessica Diaz says, Chef Jose Andres Love is him. turning his fine dining restaurants into soup kitchens. He's he, he's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from uh, Twitter user Peg Baltz. And she linked to a, to a tweet from the Major League Baseball team. And the MLB teams are donating a total of $30 million, $1 million each, to assist the ballpark employees affected by the delayed start to the 2020 season. Good job. Fucking love that. And uh, this one from uh, someone named Debbie. She said the New York State Liquor Authority revised policies today for bars, breweries, wineries, and restaurants so that they can remain open to sell beer, wine, and spirits for takeout and delivery. Yep. You can still drink New York. I wanted to share a personal one that I received um, to me, which I wanted to read out, which was um was really special to me um let me just pull it up here of course um i got a message from someone named Susie, and um she said um my daughter who's 12 came out came out as a lesbian to me she's loud and proud and doesn't take no shit i have always supported her and what she is and what she does it helps to hear great stories that a girl like you can grow up get married and live happily ever after oh man yeah. That is so great. Yeah. Because I forget sometimes that not everyone has a gay friend. Not everyone knows a gay person, right? It depends yeah. on where you live in the country. We tend to congregate on the coast <laughs> for safety. Everyone's <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, so, get out of Des Moines, come to the coast. Totally. I mean, just in San Diego, I know so many people from the Midwest who are like, I left my red town for, you know, um, somewhere in California, New York. So that was really special to me. So um, so thank you for sharing that. And um, it's a really scary thing to be so vulnerable and to share your personal life and your political commentary with hundreds of thousands of people. So um, thank you so much for sharing that with me. And uh I hope that you uh, have a wonderful time at Pride with her. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll see you at Pride when this whole thing clears up. Yeah. Um, I have one last bit of really, really good news for mm-hmm. everybody. Um, you can uh, th- just have a little bit of a celebratory moment. Yeah. Time for some schadenfreude. Yeah. Schadenfreude. Today's schadenfreude comes to us from the Associated Press, which reports that ex-California Republican U.S. Congressional Representative Duncan Hunter, not Hunter Biden, Duncan Hunter, has been sentenced to 11 months in prison after pleading guilty to spending campaign funds on personal outings, including five mistresses he cheated on his wife with. Hunter's attorneys asked if he could serve the term on home arrest because he's an ex-Marine and he served his country in Congress. Uh, But those pleas fell on deaf ears and the judge said, given the amount of public money he used to get his dick wet, home confinement is not an option. (laughs) I'm paraphrasing. Uh, A broke and debt-saddled Hunter uh, cavalierly spent campaign money on small things such as a tin of chewing tobacco, a copy of the book Why We Suck, A Feel-Good Guide to Staying Fat, Loud, Lazy, and Stupid, (laughs) Uh, and of course taking all of his mistresses out to bowling. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is according to prosecutors. I'm glad they put that book in there. Why We Suck, A Feel-Good Guide to Staying Fat, Loud, Lazy, and Stupid. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that in there. I just want you to know he read that book. That's his literature. Uh, and after he was caught, he ran for re-election and tried to convince voters in the District of East San Diego, right here in our backyard, that as a staunch supporter of Trump, he was the victim of a political witch hunt by left-leaning prosecutors trying to drive him out of office in blue California. <laughs> prosecutors asked for 14 months. Uh, and he got 11 and they were happy with that. It says here that Duncan's mom wrote a letter to the judge asking for no jail time because he's such a good boy. Uh, but the judge didn't buy it again. Hunter's ordered to report to prison on May 29th. He will spend 11 months in lockup. You are welcome. Happy Tuesday, Wednesday. I love that shit. Also, I, it's so frustrating to me that um, I was just thinking about how, you know, the difference in in media coverage for white men and black men. In the case of white men, it's like, but he was so nice and he was he's such a good father and he did this and he went to this school. Mm-hmm. And like when it comes to stories about um, black men, they 
they choose the worst possible photo they can. And yeah. They, they, they don't highlight any of the nice things they've he ever done as a person. Yeah. Exactly. So um, the, the reason I thought of that was because you said his mom wrote a letter like, well, he, he really is a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> his mom wrote a letter. <laughs> like, what is it with Republicans and their moms? That's like, nice. Jacob's, like Jacob Wall's mom. Yeah. Letting him, whatever. Yeah. Give him the benefit of the doubt. No, that's not how the legal system works. And I'd also like <laughs> to say uh, I am three years older than Duncan Hunter and way cuter. So... <laughs> I would not date that dude. Yep. Anyway. Well, but he, he took, you know, having to go to bed with lobbyists quite literally. <laughs> so yeah. he can uh, he can enjoy his 11 months in prison. It's not that long, buddy. Pick up a new... I learned a knit. He's going to probably have to get like a consultant like Harvey Weinstein did to like help him like navigate how terrible prison's going to be for a rich old white dude, you know? He's not old, but you know. Maybe he can hire the same uh, consultant Martha Stewart used. Ah, yeah. She's a badass, though. She didn't have anything to complain about. She was like, did my time. Yep. Bitches. Came out hard as fuck and became best friends with Snoop Dogg. (laughs) She's got more (laughs) prison cred than Snoop Dogg. (laughs) I fucking love it. Yeah, I know. And I just love their dynamic because she's like, yeah, when I was in lockup, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I've never been in lockup. (laughs) It's just so fucking great to watch that show. If you don't get a chance, you should watch it. I can't remember what it's called. But no, it's, but I've seen clips of it. It's pretty funny. It's Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart cooking together. And it's pretty it, great. It is. It's really uh, pretty adorable. Uh, all right. That is our show. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, no final thoughts for me at the moment. Thank you guys for sending in your good news. Please keep doing so. Um, you can you can tweet them at us. You can send them through our website. You can email them to me at Amanda at MallorySchroot.com. Um, uh, and I'm going to continue to put out calls in the Facebook group and on Patreon for your good news. But yeah, keep sending in your good news um, or 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 things you think we should cover during the coronavirus. For real. Yeah. yeah anything. It, even if it's bad news. I mean, good news. We love, we love, we love. We want to fill up our good news block. But if there's something really important you think that we should be talking about, send it to us and we might cover it. You know, it's hard to keep track of everything happening right now. So quite Yes. We, we generally do a pretty good job, but if yeah. there's something that's missing, just let us know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, something, something you think we should amplify. Yeah, that's always good, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. Oh, 100%. All right, thank you. Uh, my only final thought is, again, thank you so much for, for being out there and, and just listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and please take care of yourself, take care of each other, take care of the planet, and take care of your mental health. I've been AG. been Amanda Reader. And them's the beans. Wash your hands. The Daily Beans is executive produced and directed by A.G. and Jordan Coburn and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazel and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager, executive assistant, production and social media direction is Amanda Reeder. Fact-checking and research by A.G., Jordan Coburn, and Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is dailybeanspod.com. <laughs>